wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Hey, sister friends, it's me again, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. I'm checking in on behalf of Paige, and today I want to talk to those of you who are in a waiting season. I know what it's like to feel impatient and restless when you're in this season, and maybe you're praying for a break from your responsibilities, or maybe you're in a season filled with lots of spiritual warfare. Whatever it is that you're waiting on, it's important that you honor the Lord with your time while you're in the waiting room. So today I'm going to share three things you must do if you want to do just that, honor the Lord while you're in the waiting room. So I hope you have your Bible because we are digging into his word in three, two, one. Let's go. Now, one thing I want to just get on the same page about is the definition I'm going to be using for the word anxiety. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because sometimes when we're waiting, we're looking forward to the future and feeling a little nervous, okay? And that's actually the definition of anxiety. So Oxford Dictionary, which is the dictionary Google uses, says that anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, Has that feeling ever led you to behave in a way that just isn't spirit-led? Have you ever acted out of character because of that feeling of angst? I know. Ask me how I know. I, I have been there. You know, one thing that I haven't gotten too much into really anywhere is my walk through cancer. And one, one takeaway that I'm going to share today with you is that I waited years for the Lord to bring about healing and to give me the go ahead on what to do. So when you think about situations that might make you nervous, you know, death knocking on your door in the form of a disease or something, you know, life-threatening is always going to be an opportunity for you to wait well, to understand what that means so that you can do that. So let me give you a biblical perspective on how to think through this, right? Because it's important that we maintain a biblical perspective when thinking about our lives and our experiences. Um, Our flesh will tempt us to assign meaning or value based on what we see in the natural. However, as Christians, we're called to walk by the spirit, which is highlighted in Galatians chapter five, right? And what we see 
when we look at verses 22 and 23, is a list of the fruit of the Spirit, okay? And I'm going to just read that very short, beautiful list to you. If you have your Bible, it's Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to be in uh, verse 22 to start. If you want the entire passage, I believe it starts in 16. So in 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So when we are thinking about walking by the Spirit and we're reading those verses, what we're seeing is a highlight of God's character, right? So the first thing that I want you to do when you are in a season of waiting and you want to wait well, you want to be in that waiting room honoring the Lord, I want you to remind yourself of his character. A biblical illustration of this is in the book of Habakkuk. He does this in chapter one, verse 12, right before he complains for the second time to God. He says, Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. And this is, you know, after the Lord has basically told him that he's going to raise the Chaldeans to bring destruction on Israel, which is never a comforting thing, right? But before Habakkuk, that's how you say it, I I checked on (laughs) blueletterbible.org, before he lodges his second complaint to the Lord, he, he identifies, he says, and preaches to himself, God's character, right? He reminds himself of who God is. God is everlasting. God is holy. He will never die. He appoints others to execute judgment. He's a just God, right? He's a rock. And it's important that we do that as well. The second thing I want you to do so that you can wait well, so that you can be honoring the Lord with your time while you're in the waiting room is to remain in his word. Use your time to be in God's word, right? This is where he reveals himself and his promises, his words of comfort and encouragement, right? In John 15, four, we hear directly from Jesus when he said, remain in me and I also remain in you. No branch shall bear fruit by itself. It must remain remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And it's no coincidence that I referenced the fruit of the spirit. I actually didn't even plan for that to correlate before I prep for the episode, but honestly, it's so true. The thing that we are really being encouraged to do is to be with the Lord, right? Remain in me. How do we do that? Be in his word, be worshiping in fellowship, right? be walking by the spirit. And the last thing I want to encourage you to do is to rejoice always. And I'm going to point you to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. We see Paul says, rejoice always, pray continually, 
Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if you're going through a hard time, if you're going through a hard season, rejoice, pray, and give thanks. If you're in a in a hard season of motherhood, maybe you're fresh off of bringing a baby into this world. Praise God. Thank him for giving you the opportunity to be a mother, right? Maybe you're walking through a season when your children are not really super obedient, right? Now we know what God goes through with us. Thank him. Thank you, Lord, that you're giving me this perspective to know how I sometimes cause you these headaches. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, that I get to be refined through this process. Maybe you're having problems in your marriage and you're like, I don't know, Lord, how do I get through this? Well, I know. He says it here, rejoice always, pray continually and give thanks. Give thanks in all circumstances. So you need to be looking for reasons to give thanks right? Not just focusing on the things that are going wrong, but identifying what is going right and being grateful for that. Because that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to be in that posture of gratitude, of humility, because he provides all things, all things that are good come from him, including marriage, including motherhood, right? This is your ministry. And I just pray that you would rise up, that you would step into this season and really feel emboldened to walk by the spirit, to be pursuing the Lord for what it is that he wants you to do right now, right? Not worrying about later, trusting that he's going to reveal to you what he needs from you and what he wants you to do. And let me take that back. He doesn't need anything from you, right? But what he is asking you to do in obedience. Now, that's all I have for you today. If you want to connect with me more, you can head over to Hurry New Strength, the podcast for more time management and biblical mindset conversations and episodes. But I'm also inside of the Unabridged Faith community and we can connect there. I'm happy to chat and get to know you more. The community link is in the show notes, but in case you want to check it out on your on, on your own, you don't have the app open, you can head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash unabridged faith. So I hope this was a blessing to you and I can't wait to see you for the next one. Bye. sister. I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that he did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other women like us find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.